This is the Real Talk University podcast, where your hosts, Andre and Christian, explore success stories outside of the classroom. What's going on, Real Talk fam? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Real Talk University podcast. This is episode 51, and we had the pleasure of interviewing Lauren Tickner on today's episode. This is your first time tuning into the Real Talk University podcast. We just want to welcome you to the community. We thank you for taking the time to tune into today's episode. And if you're new here, basically what we've been doing these past 50 episodes, these past seven months, is building a community, building a team, building an environment for people like you and me, young entrepreneurs who are hungry, ready to hustle, ready to grow, ready to learn, to succeed and to learn from those who have already felt and had success. And we do this by doing 30 to 60 minute interviews with high profile entrepreneurs who have you know, started where we are, can relate to our stories, can relate to our situations, and just have a lot of advice and stories to share. And you'll see that today with Lauren's episode. She's been through it all. She's tested numerous different business models and just has had a lot of success in a lot of different areas. So be sure to tune into today's full episode. Let us know your thoughts. Be sure to thank Lauren for coming on the podcast and giving out a tremendous amount of value. Be sure to follow her on her profiles just to keep up with her podcast and to see what she's been working on recently. I know that ever since we recorded this podcast a few months ago, she's been absolutely killing it. She's had a ton of big guests on her own podcast, and she's just hustling, and that's what we want. That's what we respect. That's what we look for in guests and in the Real Talk University community. So keep hustling out there. Keep listening. Keep surrounding yourself with the right people. Keep self-educating like you are right now and enjoy today's episode. How's it going, Real Talk fam? I just wanted to jump in here real quick before we start this new episode of Real Talk University uh, with an offer that Christian and I have put together for you guys. Uh, Basically, as a thank you for listening and tuning in to all of our episodes and supporting us along the way so far. So what we put together is the Podcast Blueprint eBook, which you'll have access to for free, absolutely free. This is a downloadable PDF containing all the information, actionable steps, tips, resources, everything you need to launch your very own successful podcast in 30 days or less, exactly how Christian and I have done so. After reading our ebook, you'll be able to launch your own podcast today, book your dream guest for your interviews, and get ads and sponsors immediately. To claim your free copy today, visit the link at bit.ly slash RTU ebook. That's B-I-T dot, that's a full stop, L-Y slash R-T-U ebook, E-B-O-O-K. Get your free copy today before this offer expires. Yeah, thank you. So my name is Andre. I'm here with Christian, and this is the Real Talk University podcast. Uh, we're both just freshmen in college, and we're just trying to show our classmates and other people pursuing a degree or in some form of education that they, too, can do things outside of the classroom, uh, connecting social media with their passions. Uh, so you're a perfect yeah. example of that. So we're happy to have you on the show. Yes, no, definitely. I mean, that's exactly how I, well, it's not how I started, but for the, for a large part of the time that I was building my personal brand, I was, I was in university. I also did it while I was 
working a full-time job as well. And so I've kind of done it all. <laughs> That's awesome. So we're just going to start off. If you could just tell everyone uh, a little bit about who you are, what you're about and kind of what you're up to these days. Yeah, absolutely. So firstly, again, thank you for having me on. I am basically really passionate and committed to helping people build a personal brand based online business, whether you're a student or whether you're someone who wants to be an entrepreneur or whether you want to go get a career working in a full time job. I primarily do cater to entrepreneurs just because typically they're the people who want to build that personal brand. But I still think that building a personal brand is really, really powerful, even if you want to go work a corporate job nine to five no matter what it is that you're doing, it's essentially become like the new CV. And so, yeah, I mean, it's cool helping people do that, helping them create freedom and being able to express their ideas through using social media, through using things like podcasts. And so that is exactly what I'm all about, all about helping people really, like when I was to kind of think about, okay, what do I really, really do? It's helping people who wanna make an impact in the world, create a platform and build an audience so that they can do that and so that they can create freedom in their lives. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to ask you, like for us, I feel like we're almost on the same path as you are now, but like thinking back just, just even a few months, a few years ago, like our mindset wasn't like that. So like, when did you kind of like shape this why for yourself? Yeah, it's a good question. So honestly, like when I first started out, I was in a totally different industry. So I built a personal brand and then I started teaching building personal, a personal brand. Um, so I was in the fitness space. I was helping people become stronger, both physically and mentally. And then as time went on, I started having people asking me questions about how to build a personal brand, how to become an influencer, like how to work with brands, how to build a coaching business. And so that was kind of interesting to me that people kind of saw me as in that sense and in that light. I think that my, my why became stronger after I suppose I saw some kind of success with helping people do it. And then I was like, whoa, okay, I'm actually really good at this. And so I can help that market. I think it's funny because when I was younger, I used to think that I was motivated by money and I thought that money was the thing that was going to make me happy and make me successful. And then I went and worked that corporate job. I was working in um, wealth management, fund management. And I realized, okay, all these people are stinking rich around me and I was earning a good amount of money, but I was so unhappy. Like I can't even put into words how unhappy I was. And so then I realized like, okay, I'm definitely not money motivated. Same thing happened when I had my first big, big, big multiple five figure launch. I was like, mind blown but I felt no different and it's crazy because I always used to be the person who saw who heard the people on podcast saying like you feel no different when you hit a five-figure launch like I would hear people saying that on podcast and I would literally say to myself like that's not true I would feel amazing and then it happened to me and yeah like I felt no different and so now I've realized that it's about more than just that and that's why I think again personal branding has been so key to me because building my personal brand allows me and same thing with you guys and anyone who builds and focuses on building an audience and putting out content it really allows you to impact lives and so through helping other people like you don't even then need to focus on money because it just happens as a byproduct of that and so yeah I mean it's cool I think that I'm now definitely impact driven rather than money motivated. And here's the thing, like if you're someone who is motivated by money and that's what gets you going right now, then that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that. I think there's also now this whole entire mindset of the fact that 
being motivated by money is bad and I actually don't think that's the case I think for a lot of people like they can see the Lambos and they can see the girls at the pool like and all this stuff and it makes them motivated but then they actually like get into it and they realize that it's about more than that exactly and I think a really big part of your personal brand for you is your podcast so could you like kind of just take us through the the um, impact school podcast that you started Yeah, exactly. So it started out with a different name. And so I decided to create that podcast because I really just wanted to be able to speak with big entrepreneurs who are making a massive impact in the world, who are really making a difference. And it's been so awesome for me because it's meant that I've been able to connect with a bunch of cool people. Like an example, you guys have this podcast, which means that we get to connect. Like realistically in the grand scheme of things like we wouldn't be connected if it wasn't for this podcast like you maybe we would have stumbled across each other but maybe not probably not and so tons of opportunities have opened up to me from that podcast but I'm all about really giving actionable strategies and steps to people personally I know that when I listen to a podcast I really like to gain something from it and so I really really make sure that everything is so actionable and people leave the podcast being like yep okay I can go implement this right now with full confidence so for example I have one about how to start an email list and I literally give people the exact steps to start their email list they don't have one already um ones I have coming up in the future are things like how to start a youtube channel like all things like that um how to DM ideal clients on Instagram and have an actual strategy behind it. All these different things. Like I'm very strategy driven. And so that kind of comes across in my content. (laughs) Um, But I actually went through this massive thing where because I changed the name of my podcast, I decided to take all the podcasts down, all the episodes, like re-record the beginning and the end of all of them and upload them all again. So that was quite a mission. Um, But it's cool. It's good fun. I love doing it. And I think podcasting is amazing because like, for example, right now, people are just like, and they're driving or they're in the gym or they're on a walk and they're like listening to us speak isn't it kind of right it's crazy when you think about it but it's so cool because you can really build that good relationship with your people and I'm definitely very community driven like I want my audience to feel like I really know them like I'm engaging with them and so when I can share my personality and my tips and tricks on podcasts like yeah it really helps you build that relationship Right. And for like solo episodes, where do you kind of brainstorm your ideas? Because for us, we do a ton of interviews, obviously, and we're trying to branch off into more just Andre and I speaking. So where do you kind of think of those ideas to talk about for your audience? Awesome. That's so funny. I literally two days ago or like four days ago, I uploaded a YouTube video about how I come up with content ideas. But there are a ton of different things that you can do. For it. So for example, um, if anyone's listening to this right now as a content creator, you can go onto Google and just type in keywords everywhere. And then there's this Chrome and this Firefox extension that you can get, which you can basically install. And then you can go onto Google and just type in a keyword. So for example, for me, I might type in like, personal branding or like online business and then the keyword will basically pull up a load of similar keywords that are related that people are typing into google to give you ideas there's also hubspot blog post generator um also like if i listen to a podcast and let's say they're talking about mindset and then they touch upon the topic of money mindset then i might think oh that's a good idea for an episode so i've got my notes on my phone and i literally have like a bajillion notes on my phone (laughs) (laughs) but it's really organized and I've done it in a way where they're all filed away nicely so that all my ideas are just neatly stored and so I might start like writing something and jotting down notes and ideas 
and then basically like I'll kind of leave it for a bit and then I'll come back to it and I'll leave it for a bit and come back to it. And then anything that I've written an Instagram caption about and it's gone down really well because I write long form Instagram captions, then basically I'll turn that into a podcast or a YouTube video. Um, yeah. And so that's kind of how I make, how I get my ideas. It's all, there's a, a variety of different ways to get ideas. Also seeing what is doing well through people like who, who in your niche is just uploaded a podcast that has just like popped and that's gone like viral. Like what do they talk about? Don't copy what they've done, but just take like an element of it and then put your own spin on it. And I honestly think that that's one of the best ways to come up with content ideas. But then sometimes you'll find that you'll just be like in the shower and then you just have this idea come to you. I was actually listening to a podcast about that the other day, like how when you're like, let's say you sit down on your laptop to do a brainstorming session, like that is the worst time to do a brainstorming session because it's some, I I don't know the science behind it. Like I'm not going to even pretend like I can remember, but it's like the, the part of your brain where you like get your ideas and stuff happens when the other part of your brain is off. I don't know. It's it's something like that. That's don't quote me on that, but all the scientists right now, you'll know what I mean. Yeah, I think the shower is definitely the, one of the coolest places to get brainstorming ideas flowing. It definitely yeah. works for both of us. So, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And I, th- I like what you said about social media and like going off your Instagram captions, because I think a really great way to approach social media, such as like Twitter, or Instagram is to test these different, you know, mindsets or ideas that you come up with. And then if they succeed and if your audience reacts well to them, you can bring them into long form content like a podcast, which is yeah. um. And then I just want to ask you, like, since you started your podcast, what maybe your biggest struggle was with starting it? Um, and then also your favorite memory or your favorite interview. Okay, good question. So my biggest struggle, honestly, has been like taking down all of the podcasts and re-uploading them all again. And the reason why I did that is because I want to make sure that my content is the very best for my audience. I think that nowadays you really need to be on top of your shizzle in order to stand out like for real i mean people so many people are posting content now and so i know that if someone listens to one of my podcasts and they feel like it was like semi okay but it wasn't as good as the other person's podcast that they listened to that day then they won't click on my podcast first and i want my podcast to be the one that people click on first so i need to make sure that mine is the very best that possibly is and so doing that was a mission and it took me like I was doing it every single day for about 10 days straight. It was exhausting. It was draining. It was boring. It was not fun because I'd already made the content and posted it already. Like posting it again is not fun. However, I did it because I'm just so, so committed to sharing the most value possible with my audience. And so that was that. <laughs> the most memorable interview that I've done was probably with Ed Milet. So I had him on my show. For anyone who doesn't know who he is, he's, I think, pretty sure he's like a billionaire. I don't know. But he has massive millions of followers on Instagram as well. And he's just such a nice guy, like so down to earth. And I met him as well. And he's, yeah, he's super, super cool, super nice. I think he's like, I don't know how old he is, but he doesn't talk down to you because you're younger or anything, which I have had from some people. Or it's more that people are like, oh my gosh, you're so young. That's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm young, but it doesn't need to be amazing that I'm young. It should be cool and should be celebrated that anyone's doing this. And so that's one thing. But that was one episode that I love that anyone who is listening to this right now should definitely go check out. Um, I also did one with a guy called Jay Bear who owns a company called Convince and Convert. 
and he talked about talk triggers. So it was just about like word of mouth marketing. And so that was really interesting. So I definitely get, recommend giving that one a shot as well. But like people who are trying to build a personal brand and who are trying to build an online business, I think they'll probably gain the most from like the solo episodes. So when you guys start doing solo episodes for your people, like you'll find that you can really like get the best content for your audience out there because you can actually give them like actionable strategies. So I feel like for anyone who's listening to this right now, who's trying to build a personal brand, like focus on giving people a solution to a problem that they're having right now. Because if you're constantly trying to create content that seems just like a bit, a bit far off. So for example, like sometimes when you do podcast interviews with people, um, they can talk about things that are so distant, like being the CEO of a company with like, 200 employees like that is seem even for me like that seems so unachievable right now and so I feel like it's a little bit distant whereas like a good example is my podcast about how to start an email list that went down so well because so many of my audience members didn't even know that they needed an email list and so I was able to literally break it down for them step by step they knew exactly what they needed to execute on and so that's what you should try to do for your audience too because then they'll be like okay I can come to this person they're gonna give me reliable information and I'm gonna be able to like listen to the podcast alongside actually doing the thing and I can implement and I can see the results and so mixing in that type of actionable value alongside motivation to actually get it done that's what's gonna help anyone who's a content creator out there really really build that relationship with their audience and stand out and become the person who is top of mind to them when they go listen to a podcast they're the first one that gets clicked on or when they go to youtube they're the first channel whose new video they tune into yeah i definitely think one of like the most frustrating things for me is when like an influencer i'm not going to name anybody but they talk about motivation they're like go crush it go get it done but then they don't give you anything to go actually tackle like they yeah. just leave you to your own devices i really enjoy mm -hmm. what you said about like get, giving people actual advice to go tackle like set goals get them accomplished stuff like that yeah exactly but that i i could not agree more like it, it it frustrates me a lot which is why i'm so for the actionable stuff like for example today some guy called james just sent me a video on my dms being like hey lauren i'm just shooting you this video right now because i wanted to let you know that i just landed my first client today my first ever online client and it was all thanks to your free dm processing strategy that you emailed out to me and so i was like that is so cool but then at the same time I do know that when you don't give the motivational and the inspirational stuff, people don't actually engage as well. And so that's what I found to be really interesting because you have to strike the balance. Like when it's just actionable strategies and stuff, people feel a bit disconnected from you. So they feel like you're kind of just like a robot and a machine. And so like, I'm not gonna lie, like I am kind of robotic. Like <laughs> I, I very much am the type of person where I can literally just like implement and I could probably work for about 20 hours without stopping. And all I care about is strategy. But obviously humans, they want that emotional connection with you. And so even though just because like when you or when I listen to a podcast, I want actionable value, for example, doesn't mean that your audience wants that. So you really need to know what your ideal clients, your ideal listeners, your ideal followers, you need to know what they want. Because realistically, they're the ones who matter more than anyone else. Right. And what does it mean to you when you make a connection with somebody like one of your clients and then they go ahead and succeed and implement one of your strategies? Like, how does that make you feel? Oh my God, it's the best thing. It's literally the best feeling because you're, yeah, I mean, obviously you doing it and it working for you is like one thing, but then for it to actually go ahead, go and work for someone else, it kind of just proves that what you're doing is 
correct and what you're doing is right and that it is actually helping people because i know for sure there are so many people out there who like implement my stuff but they're just kind of like lurkers they don't comment they don't like um and i wish they did but then at the same time i have to think okay every single time i implement something that i've learned from someone's podcast i don't always tell them so you have to look at it from both sides of the coin um but yeah like it is the best feeling i actively now make an effort when I implement something when I do something that someone's told me like to actually message them because I want to build a relationship with these influencers like these people who are big in the space who who are successful in business even if like when I say influencer by the way I don't mean like Instagram influencer I mean influencer within the world of business like someone who's making a big difference like someone like Emma Lett, like that's who I'm talking about or someone like Jay Bear or someone like Amy Porterfield all these people to me they're like marketing geniuses and so that's what i mean but yeah like when i implement something that's helped me i'll either dm them if i know they reply to dms or i'll email them and then sometimes it's someone from their team that gets back to me but oftentimes it can be someone it can be them and then we build a relationship and an example was with david Sutton garland who's this really well-known course creator who helps people build courses um, he, we, we actually ended up doing a joint venture. And so we made thousands of dollars together just because of the fact that I told him that one of his strategies helped me out. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And we preach that a lot on our own podcast, like just the power of networking via social media, uh, just, you know, taking the time to send DMs to people you look up to, uh, yeah. content that you enjoy, stuff like that. Cause it really works and people are willing to connect. If you can offer value in exchange, you just have to yeah, put yourself yeah. out there. Um, exactly. So obviously you're like really good with uh, personal brands and you have a lot of content. So for people listening, obviously check that out. Uh, so since we're here now, I was just wondering some of the tips that you preach uh, to turn like a personal brand into a profitable business. If you just want to sum up your strategy. Yeah, exactly. So I think a lot of times when it comes to personal branding, people naturally think, oh, I should do brand deals. I should work with brands, all this. And the reason why I know that to be true is because that's probably the biggest question I get asked, but also because that's how I started. So <laughs> I literally thought that I had to be sponsored by all these fitness companies and I had to do these sponsor posts and all that. And it's funny because in England, doing brand deals on Instagram is, I think, bigger than it is in, over in the States. Um, and you get paid a lot more. So as example, uh, for the last brand deal post that I did in dollars, I got paid about 1,700 USD. So that's a lot of money. Whereas if I was doing it in the States, they probably, they may not even pay me because there's just so many more Instagrammers over there. So that's an example, but I really don't think focusing on brand deals is the best way to start. I personally believe, and I know that the best way to start is to have a high ticket offer. So whether you do coaching, whether you do consulting, whether you do some sort of freelance work, that is the best thing for you. Or it depends what niche you're in, whatever you end up doing. But I think that having something like a membership site or eBooks or any other, anything else that's low priced is a bad idea. Um, because here's the thing, like you have to re remember that it's like a numbers game. So let's think of an example. When I was in the fitness industry, I was doing online coaching. That's how I start. I actually started out doing brand deals. Then I introduced online fitness coaching. Then I switched my online fitness coaching to eBooks. And the reason why I switched online fitness coaching to eBooks is because I was at, I, I, why did I do that? I think I was, I went to uni and I was like, oh yeah, I can sell eBooks. Like I don't want to be focusing on like doing the online coaching while I'm at university. So 
And I honestly, I just wanted for more free time. But the reason why it worked is because I already had a big following. I already had like 60,000 followers. When it comes to something like eBooks, it's more of like a numbers game. So if you have a big following, then you're going to be able to sell more eBooks. Whereas like uh, I, the easiest way to explain it is that like, it's just as hard to make a sale of something that's 10 bucks as it is to make a sale of something that's 200 bucks. Okay. It's just, it's, it's the same amount of difficulty. So I don't know about you, but I'd rather sell the thing that's going to be 200 bucks than give me that monthly recurring revenue rather than trying to sell 20 eBooks that cost $10 each. And so it's the most scalable and profitable way for people who are just first starting out, who have a smaller audience, but as your audience grows and as you build a bigger following, then you can introduce more products. You can build a bigger income through either upping your prices, making more sales, making or, or bringing in different products. And so the very best way to do it at the beginning is sell something high ticket, push up your price to a point where it's, you know, until it gets like ridiculously too high. And then at that stage, introduce further products. But until then, high, and I know a lot of people who are listening to this right now, they won't listen to me, but trust me, like I have literally, so I sell online courses. That's how I build my business. I have hundreds of students. A lot of them didn't want to listen to me at the beginning. They wanted to do membership sites. They wanted to do eBooks and all that. And then they finally decided to pick like, for example, a high ticket one-to-one coaching thing. So they would do one-to-one coaching for like $400 a month. Let's just say and now they have super successful businesses, but it's only because they decided to pick one offer, which is the high price, high value offer, got all in on that before moving on to anything else. So, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. We actually tr- tested that with an ebook and it didn't go so well. Um, so now we're moving into like the high ticket thing and then using the email yes. as like a lead magnet, basically to just build our email list. Um, exactly. But yeah, I, I like how you mentioned that. And I feel like you just got to try different things out and see what works for you. And that's like the only way you learn. Uh, I honestly don't, I actually like, okay, so yes, I do think there's value in trying and seeing what works. However, I don't think that's the best way to do things. Like I tried that and it took me, well, I've been doing this for like six years now. I, if I'd have decided to have like got a mentor early on, I would have been way, way, way ahead. So that's honestly something which I've now listened to so many podcasts now with so many different people who are literally at the top of their game. The one thing they all say that, okay, there's two things that they say. One thing is that money doesn't make you any happier. It just like gives you different experiences. That second thing is that you should get a mentor. And I've always been like, no, I can just figure it out by myself, blah, 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 like all that. And then I got decided to join Masterminds. And then, yeah, like I've really definitely seen how it makes a big difference. Um, and so, yeah, like I think that trying and testing different things, it, it works. Don't get me wrong. Like it does work. But why try and test different things when other people have already been before you and tried and tested them for you? Like we've literally just said on this podcast today that we've tried and tested these things. We've already tried the eBooks they are not the best way to scale. The best way to scale is a high ticket offer. So that's what people should do. I think I'm going to do a podcast episode on how to actually create a high ticket offer because I feel like people need to know that. So guys, go tune in. I'll do that for you. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to get to the point where it's like, that's one of the great things that we do is that we, you know, we already have tested these things. And now for the people that are listening, they could just take our advice and our word for it and save them a lot of money and time. Uh, so that's like also a nice byproduct of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. And did you have any like mentor in specific that you sought out or did you just go through a bunch of podcasts and take a bunch of different people's advices? 
Yeah, so people, uh, there's a couple of people that have been big mentors to me. Um, Mini Craig Ballantyne, he's been a big, big mentor to me. But um, yeah, I mean, there's obviously a difference between like a paid mentor and a free mentor. I think listening to people's podcasts can be amazing. But I do think the issue with that is like you can start to listen to too many people's podcasts. When you listen to a bunch of different people, there's a, you're taking advice from so many different people who have different opinions. And so that can be kind of dangerous because then you do try and test all these different things and then you just get end up getting confused um so i think like picking probably i don't know your three favorite people just like tuning into them listening to them doing what they say is amazing but i think honestly the best way to like fast track success is to just find someone who's in a position that you want to be in and then buy their program and like i know for sure that oftentimes like especially when you're first starting out it can be really scary and i know that's how i felt when i first made my big investment first big investment too um but here's the thing like if you make one sale from that and let's say they're gonna pay you a hundred dollars per month and let's say it's a one thousand dollar program like after 10 months of that person being a client of yours like you've already made it back and that's just with one client and a product that's only one thousand one hundred per month um so yeah i mean i think that for me like it's more of a case of i'm now at a stage in my business where i'm joining masterminds um so yeah that's that hundred percent. Yeah. Awesome. So we're just going to finish up with a quick lightning round. We always do this at the end of our uh, interviews. We ask like four quick questions for you to just rapidly answer. Awesome. Uh, so we'll just get right into that. So first, what is do the it. best advice you've ever received? And then in turn, what's the worst you've ever received? Oh my gosh. The best advice that I've ever see- received. Honestly, I think it's like finding someone who's in a position that you want to be in and just replicating their steps through everything that they teach. Oh, and then the worst Oh my gosh, the worst advice that I have ever received. Oh, to do drop shipping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like everyone, I feel like, like that's gold. Like everyone's like a gold rush, basically. Yes, and I've lost, unfortunately, a lot of money from that and been heavily burned, but hey ho. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's just the, the game. Um, so, yeah. and then the next question is what's your favorite social media platform going forward for like the next year or so? Okay, so my favorite social media platform moving forward, and because I'm saying that a podcast isn't a social media platform, so I'm going to have to say YouTube. Really? Awesome. A lot. We've heard that before. Actually, like, like YouTube is saturated, but only in certain kind of niches. Like, there's some that are really untapped and viewers. Yeah, going and it's, it's owned by Google, so the SEO is insane on YouTube. It's absolutely mad. Like, yeah. And also, I mean, I'm not going to lie, like, I'm very, I'm very bearish on uh podcasts uh fucking no oh my god <laughs> pinterest <laughs> pinterest no you could you could say whatever you want We've oh sorry. sorry i had a total mind blank pinterest have you guys tried it pinterest no i just set mine up today well i've set it up many many times before but like i've never i mean i've tried it i just don't really understand it but i'm learning so that i can put it in my new course because i'm built i'm making a course about um social media and then I realized like I haven't even spoken about Pinterest and some people are obsessed with Pinterest so I decided like okay I need to learn so that I can add another module once I've learned <laughs> yeah that's yeah. a good idea I mean I don't think anyone's really going into Pinterest too deep so it could be a- no not too all right so what would you say is the top side hustle right now for someone like us who's going to college oh my gosh it's definitely coaching like a hundred percent or consulting whatever or freelance work like whatever niche they're in for you guys, I feel like even right now, you already have a podcast, so you could already start teaching people how to build a podcast. 
Yeah, we have, that was the idea behind the ebook. It was like how to, it was like the podcast blueprint. So I think we're just going to flip that into a coaching program and offer uh, the ebook as like a free, you know, intro to what we could, you know, extend on basically. Exactly. And you've already learned that the best thing to do is to like give out the free lead magnet. And so now you can teach that to your people. hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's cool. You just like, you do things, you find success with them and then you could, you know, find more success by teaching other people how to yeah, do it. Yeah, that's what I'm all about. Exactly. It's exactly, that. that's exactly it. Like I started online fitness coaching and then I built a business that teaches other people how to build an online fitness coaching business. Same thing with like, I built my personal brand. Now I teach other people how to do it. It's so cool. Yeah. And we're both writing books. So like after that, we're going to awesome. teach people how to write books. Yeah. That's amazing. Like that. What are your books about? Uh, mine is called what they won't teach you. So it's just basically filling in the gaps for education as I go through, you know, like high school and college. So simple awesome. things like social media, personal brand, um, mindset. How um, to learn. They don't teach you how to learn. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No, there's this whole section on there, like how to actually make the most time studying, learn effectively, all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Cause you're right. They don't. Really yeah. I made a, I made like a pull I made a caption about that the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true it's definitely true yeah and then for me i'm just writing about like basically a guide to life how to navigate college um making a college decision like fitness i'm big into fitness um awesome. stuff like that mental health all that kind of stuff nice what what year are you in at college oh we're freshmen okay nice yeah yep um so the last question we have for you is like what would you put on a billboard for the whole world to see like a quote or whatever it is Oh, I really think you make your own luck. I know that's kind of controversial, but that's what I believe. Yeah, I agree with you though on that. You just, if you put in the action, like luck's just going to come to you. Exactly. No, I couldn't agree more. I think my dad told me that. And yeah, like it's always st stuck with me since. Because like you have to make the most of the opportunities as they come to you. And like, I have a big thing on my whiteboard, like that's sat in front of me as I'm in my office. And it just says, say no. Cause I think like saying no to opportunities as well is like just as important as like saying yes. Cause every single time that you say no to something, you say yes to something else and vice versa. And so that's been a big thing for me. Cause like, I'm really bad at saying no. Cause I want to always like make sure that I'm making the most of every opportunity, but sometimes you have to turn away an opportunity in order to make the most of the current opportunities that you have. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important now today just because of like all the opportunities that are just floating around out there. It's just, it's just overwhelming and people are trying to hop on like every single one without focusing yes. on something they're really good at. <laughs> Dropshipping, crypto, <laughs> yeah, exactly. e-com, like it's everything. Yeah, it's mad. Right, well, we right. really appreciate your time. Uh, if you have anything you want to ask us before we get out of here, you can feel free. Oh, thank you so much, guys. No, I think it's, it's been awesome. And um, I'm excited about what you guys are doing. It's cool. Appreciate thank that. You. Make sure to keep in touch. Yeah, definitely. No, I just remember being at uni because I have another podcast. It's like fitness industry specific. I just remember like being in my halls at uni, like filming the podcast. Like this like two years ago or something. And so, yeah, it's cool seeing you guys do this. Hey guys, show some love for the Real Talk University podcast by subscribing and leaving a review on the Apple Podcast app. See you all next week.